Welcome to the Jim and Amy Experience Podcast. Uh, this episode, we're going to share with you our experience in Seattle during the holiday season. Yeah, Seattle is uh, is pretty close to our house, uh, and so I've explored it quite a bit, actually, in the, in the time that I've lived uh, here in Washington. Uh, we don't live in the city ex- itself, but we live like just south of the city, not too far. So it's actually a pretty fun, fun kind of weekend excursion. Yeah, that was actually my first time in Seattle during the holiday season. I've been to Seattle um, a few times as well, and uh, I've always had fun. But I think doing the holidays is is really fun. It's actually really pretty out there. And the weather actually was not super great. Uh, it was kind of misty the weekend we went. However, um, it's not cold, so that is a plus. I think, yeah, one thing about going to Seattle for any of our listeners that might want to make the trip is that if you, uh, the most important thing is the right footwear because if you wear the wrong footwear on a rainy day, then you're just walking around in wet socks all day long. So, yeah, that kind of happened to me. I. I was kind of lazy in the morning. I didn't put on some waterproof shoes, so I actually had these uh, tennis shoes that are not waterproof, and it was misty, and it did have a little bit hard rain for a little bit around lunchtime, so when we got out and walked to our car, my feet were wet, so it was not very pleasant. I will say that Seattle has the reputation that it's always raining, but that's not really the truth. It's just usually kind of a misty, cloudy kind of environment, but... But when it does rain, uh, which isn't, it is often that it rains, but when it does rain, then uh, then you definitely want to wear, you know, something that's going to keep your feet dry. Yeah, absolutely. And don't make the same mistake I made. So let's talk about what we did first. So when we got there, we went have lunch in the International District. Um, we went to a Thai Tone restaurant, and uh, you want to talk to the audience about the Thai Tone restaurant? Uh, I can I know a little bit about it. Like the uh, I know that Tai Tung was the uh, Bruce Lee's favorite restaurant when he lived in Seattle, and uh, his favorite they still have his favorite dish, kind of on the menu. Um, darn, I forgot what it was. Oh, it was oyster sauce, right? Beef with oyster sauce is what it was, and uh, they still have like his booth that he he actually really liked to sit in. And so once Bruce Lee became kind of a, known in the community and everything, he would always come back and he'd sit in the same booth. And uh, Tai Tung has it has decorated that area now uh, with some Bruce Lee um, memorabilia and and like a, a like a, a picture that has been painted on the wall and stuff and it's kind of cool it's done in a very classy kind of way I highly recommend going to it if you're a Bruce Lee fan at all I definitely recommend going to his favorite restaurant in Seattle and and having like his favorite dish as as just kind of a way to celebrate Bruce Lee. Yeah, actually, Tai Tung has been there for a long time. It, it it started in 1935 and is still run by the same family for now it's 88 years now. So um, you're right. Bruce Lee's favorite dish was the oyster sauce beef and also garlic shrimp. And my favorite dish there is actually the beef chow mein. I think I've had – I know I've had the oyster sauce beef a couple of times there. I'm not sure if I've had the beef chow mein, but that's usually one of my staples. So actually, you know what? I was wrong. Not the beef chow mein. The beef chow fan actually is the um, the the big fat flat uh, rice noodle stir fried with beef plus uh, Chinese broccoli. That's my favorite. Mm. 
And last time we also had some fried chicken wings. That was pretty good, right? Yeah, I think we got those as the appetizer. It was pretty neat. It yeah. Was good. Yeah, it was a good meal. Yeah, good that's, meal. that's actually one of our favorite places to eat in the International District. Um, after that, where did we go? Uh, did we just walk around for a little while, I think? Or did we go straight to Pike Place? Yeah, I think, yeah, the next stop was Pike Place. Okay. Pike Place was pretty fun. And like I said, I've, I've been to Pike Place many times, but never during the holiday season. So it was decorated really, uh, really cool and very festive. We saw a bunch of, uh, I think it was a bunch of, was it a bunch of Santa that was running around? Yeah, there initially? were there were a bunch of people in costumes. So there was Santa and elves and stuff. Nothing organized. This is just, you know, like people who live in Seattle that want to get dressed up and have some fun. And I uh, went to, you know, Pike Place is actually a pretty uh, well-known place for busking and for street poets and entertainers uh, who just want to, you know, street performers, basically. And <clears throat> so people uh, put on costumes sometimes and just go out and have a good time. Yeah, actually, we saw Krampus and his crew there. There were four of them, and they were all dressed really cool, like their costumes really, like, well done, like professional um, they were just walking around the market and letting people take pictures of them. And I don't even think that was like a paid gig or anything. It was just people dressed up and having fun. I didn't see anybody paying them at all or tipping them at all. But yeah, the, the costumes they had were very elaborate. And they, they looked like they were having a lot of fun. They looked like they were having a good time. Yeah, the market was was really was hopping. There was a lot of people there, a lot of vendors. And for those listeners that don't know, um, the Pike Place Market has been there since 1907. And it is the oldest and the largest continuously operating public markets in the U.S. It, yeah, and it's a, it's a big tourist attraction for Seattle. Whenever, you know, if you, if you are coming from outside of Seattle to visit the city itself, then you're definitely going to want to hit uh, Pike Place Market. Um, there are, uh, like the original Starbucks, uh, the very first Starbucks store is there. Uh, they have the, I think the oldest comic book store in Seattle is, is there. And, and this is a, a, a multi-level uh, building. And so when you walk in at street level, you actually will wind up going down a, a flight of stairs to uh, not really an underground level, but it's just because it's built on a hillside on the, uh, on the pier um, you wind up like experiencing two additional levels uh, as, as you go down. And uh, inside there, you're going to find like old bookstores. You're going to find uh, Chinese food restaurants that have been there forever. You're going to find donut shops, coffee shops, uh, little, little uh, short or stores that, you know, basically if you, if you cast your mind back in time, a hundred years would be, you know, the kind of shops that would be uh, getting stuff off of, uh, of ships coming from Asia and everything, and then just op- cracking open wooden crates and selling the, the goods right there in the store. So some very interesting uh, storefronts. And this time when we went, so we've been there quite often, we've explored all the main touristy spots, but we, this time we really focused on kind of getting off the beaten path and, and exploring some of the alleys and nooks and crannies that we haven't really been into before and we found additional bookstores we had never seen before behind grocery stores and 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 that kind of thing definitely something to spend some time on if you are making the trip out yeah and they have this one section where they have these really nice fresh flowers and it's actually at a very reasonable price too and you get this huge bunch of flowers for like what 15 20 dollars and it's they're just beautiful and that's 
really cool. And and just like Jim said, the bookstores are my favorite. And uh, there's, I think, four or five of them. Yeah, the there's, there's way more than you think there would be. And just for the size <laughs> of the market itself, there are quite a few bookstores. All of them have different kind of attractions. All of them have different rules for uh, what kind of books they have. And they're, they're, very, they're a lot of fun to explore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so from the Pike Place Market, we um, actually, after that, that night, we went to see uh, a burlesque show. And this is actually the second time that we saw this troupe perform in Seattle. And it was really fun. And do you want to sure. talk about it? The, uh, so uh, I don't actually remember the name of the troupe itself, but we they're very professional. So they did the uh, the Nutcracker, right, at Triple Door was the name of the club? Yeah, it's called Land of the Sweets, the burlesque Nutcracker at the Triple Door. And it's it's a very professional show. Like usually, like I'm a big fan of burlesque, and, and oftentimes burlesque is going to be you know, a group of people, uh, almost kind of like a community theater in a way. I mean, they take it seriously, but let's face it, they're not necessarily professional dancers and they're, they're, they don't make a living a hundred, all their, you know, like their entire time as entertainers and dancers. Um, and it's, you know, a little bit of a, I don't want to say lower quality because I enjoy all burlesque, but, uh, it's, it's more homegrown. Whereas this show was very much an ex- a very polished show with like real choreography that you know people hitting their marks. Uh, it was uh, not something that was just slapped together uh, in you know a couple of months or whatever of, of on, on weekend work. This is something these people really actually get paid to do, and, and and incredibly entertaining. Lots of singing, lots of dancing, lots of acting, um, and the set pieces were just. Truly phenomenal, truly phenomenal. I'm not going to say that it was on the same level as Dita Von Teese, for those of you who know who Dita Von Teese is, but it, it, it is like super high quality. So definitely recommend seeing them uh, if, you, if you come to town. And a lot of the performers are actually professional dancers. And uh, quite a few actually danced, um, I think, in Vegas and other places. So they, they came from all over the country too. It's not just people from here in Seattle area. It's people from all over, and they actually auditioned for this show, I believe. A um, lot of professional ballet dancers, actually, right? Yeah, the ballet dancers, I think, were the, probably the most striking because uh, just I have never really seen ballet burlesque before, and it was a new experience for me. So, you know, that was great. It was all about new experiences. So this was actually a Christmas gift that I got for Jim. So we actually had the, literally the front and center seats. And um, so what's your experience uh, sitting that close to the performers? <laughs> it was great, actually. It was really great. I think that you got to experience the show in a way that you don't if you are even two or three rows back when you're sitting right there on the stage. I mean, the seats were, were right at the stage. So, uh, you know, when, it, when, a, when a dancer jumps and hits her mark uh, with her toes pointed straight at the stage and you get to see all of that uh, and and hear it and experience it it's a it's a it's a it's a phenomenon that is unusual so uh if you're not in and i'm not a dancer at all so i don't i'm not familiar with the you know uh uh dancer uh kind of world but i will say that this is a it was it was a, a truly enjoyable experience to be that close 
And also, you won the door prize. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the triple door has a door prize that they uh, you, you just kind of write your name on a piece of paper and pass it off to your waiter. Uh, they put it in a hat and then they draw it out. And uh, yeah, so when you so I won the door prize and the door prize that evening was a signed a, a the, the one sheet or the poster for the show itself uh, signed by all of the uh, dancers. And so it was kind of it was kind of cool. I still have it. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's actually really cool because they announced it um, as part of the show, basically. So they were actually doing an act, and then all of a sudden they pulled out this this name and said Jim's name, and I actually didn't even react to it. I was like, I totally was like, didn't know what was going on. And then Jim, of course, he just jumped up and raised his hands like, yes, that's me, <laughs> <laughs> which was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I was excited about it. It's a lot of fun. I never win anything, so you know, I if I can win a a, a, a burlesque show uh, poster signed by all the dancers, I'm definitely going to take it. Yeah, that that was actually a good prize. And also at the Triple Door, they do serve food and drinks at these shows. Um, we actually went to a later show. It was like nine thirty, I believe, or something like that. So we didn't get the food. Uh, we did order a couple drinks. Um, our last experience there. Uh, where we ordered food, it wasn't the food wasn't that great, so that's why we kind of skipped the food this time. But I don't know if they changed their menu or not. So if you go, if you do go sometime and uh, decide to try out their food, um, you know, definitely give it a try because they may change out their their menu items, or we just maybe just got a a bad batch of food that one time. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really salty. It wasn't like the food wasn't bad. It, it was, didn't go, it, it, it didn't like spoil or anything. It was just really salty. Whatever we ordered, it was just really salty. Hmm. Um, so when we went there, we actually went for the whole weekend. So we stayed at this hotel, which is right um, kind of center of downtown in a way, right? Mm-hmm. It's the Motif Seattle and it's um, it's it's still owned by Hyatt, but I believe later on this month they're not going to be a, a associated with Hyatt anymore. So it is called the Motif Seattle, and it's a it's a it's a boutique hotel. It's very nice, centrally located. Uh, I think like three blocks from the Pike Place Market or something like that. Three something like that. It was well within walking distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was really nice and. Uh, they had free beer and wine every night after five o'clock, and you can just go to the lobby and get either beer or wine. They have a couple different uh, drafts that you can pick from, and um, parking was right underneath. And it was fifty dollars to park per day, and I think you got the in and out privileges. And other than that, yeah, rooms are really nice, comfortable. Um, yeah, definitely recommend it. Don't underestimate parking either because I will say that if you're coming from out of town and into Seattle, uh, especially on a weekend, parking is a premium. Parking, you're going to pay for parking at wherever you go. And so if you can just park at the hotel, you might pay a little bit more, but you're going to pay for parking wherever you go. And if you try to drive around in downtown Seattle on a Friday or Saturday night, you're going to do more sitting in your car than you will moving or exploring the city at all. So if you go to a hotel that has parking and then you can just get out and you can just walk around the city, then that is absolutely preferable to driving very far. And and downtown Seattle is is dense with things for you to do, like uh, lots of restaurants, lots of, of, of bars and clubs and 
live music and uh, and and uh, candy shops and and you know all kinds of things. So shows uh, whatever you want to do, I'm sure you can find find it within walking distance if you're located downtown. Now, if you're in more of the outskirts or one of the outer neighborhoods of Seattle, then you know parking may not be as much of an issue and driving will probably be preferable. Yeah, overall, I think I had a great time that weekend, and I would really highly recommend, um, you know, people to go to Seattle during the holiday season if you can, and, uh, you know, to catch a show at the Triple Door, especially a burlesque show if you're interested. I know this troupe, they do two shows a year, I believe. In the wintertime, they do the Land of Sweets, uh, which is a Christmas time show, and also I believe this year in May, they're going to do the uh, looking through the looking glass. I think that's what it's called. It's uh, Alice in Wonderland show. I would go see them again. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. All right. All right. And uh, so all the information about uh, each places that we visited uh, or stayed will be on our website, which is the Jim and Amy experience.com. And also feel free to uh, email us if you have any questions or comments at the Jim and Amy experience at gmail.com. And also visit us on Instagram at the Jim and Amy experience. And it's been great talking to you. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye.